everyone. I'm Carrie, and this is Sunday Stroll. Today, we're going to be discussing uh, Week in Review. It's been spring break, and so we're going to talk about what we did and tried to be productive with. Over this spring break, we had great weather for it. Our junior golf series kicked off, and we'll talk about the dates to come uh, on that. And then the state of our own games as we get into its prime golf season. The weather's warming up and won't be long before the days are going to be longer than they already are. And uh, we'll have hopefully some 36 whole days and even more to talk about uh, in the near future. But before we get to that, we want to give you a quick update and tell you about the Rethink Tour, which kicks off uh, in two weeks. Two weeks from today, it will kick off with the Champions Tournament at the Backyard Course in Red Oak at Noah Farms. Come out and join us. You can find information on that event on our Noah Farms Facebook, Instagram, Twitter pages. And you can also sign up for that tournament at noahfarmsgolf.com slash rethink you can find all the entire schedule on our website there at that link and uh, if you fill out the contact form on the first page of that calendar that list of events you can sign up for the other event that's coming up and they tend to come up about every two to three weeks so uh, uh, keep, keep checking back on that join us for those Super easy to sign up. Uh, you can even just show up play in those. Um, regular tour events are $10 entry fees. Majors are $20. Majors have 100% payout. So when you pay your 20 bucks, all of that goes back to uh, the finishers for that event. I think we pay the top five in majors. And then um, in the non-majors and the regular tour events, it's $10 entry fee. That's in addition to your green fee and cart or whatever you happen to pay at the course that we're at. But most of our events are just nine holes at the, other than the majors. Uh, most of our events are just nine holes. So it doesn't take, all you have to set aside the whole day for it. But that $10, we pay out part of that. And part of it goes into a pool for the tour championship at the end of the season, where we do a total payout of all that money that's accumulated. If it's a full field event every time, which a full field is 18 players, uh, the payout for the Tour Championship will be around $1,300. So that's exciting. So anyway, you, again, you can find that at noahfarmsgolf.com slash rethink hyphen. Hey, everyone. I'm Kerry. And I'm Cody. This is Sunday Stroll. Today it's a spring break recap. I don't know about you all, but I know my spring break was stacked. A lot of stuff done. We had our junior golf series. Cody went to a George Strait concert, which is was would be enough spring break for any one person. Um, <laughs> Just wait till you hear what we did the day after. <laughs> so, so like the, the pictures and the and the songs that the, what he walked out. I'll let you tell all that, but such good stuff. Um, so yeah, we're excited to share that, and then just a state of our game right now, and and uh, hopefully some some team golf maybe that we'll have coming up soon. I keep looking on all these Facebook tournament groups on Facebook, um, and there's nothing, there's not really any two man scrambles like in the in the near future. If I remember, like most of those we got into last year, all like came late the, summer end, yeah, end of the year. So. Uh, maybe we can find some between now and then because I, I just I, I, I don't I don't want us to wait that long to get into some team golf. But um, anyway, uh, last Monday when we kicked off spring break, 
Uh, we came to you last Sunday. We recorded live in Wilmerton after we did some course setup for the Junior Golf Series. That was our first event at Sycamore Springs. We had a fantastic time. 13 golfers, several members came out and helped us out. That made a huge difference, huge difference. Um, Pat at Sycamore Springs basically kind of ran the clubhouse for us, made sure we got our hot dogs cooked for the kids. Um, one of our teachers at Red Oak came, uh, Miss Lovell, she came and did check-in and registration. Cody did scoring. Uh, he helped. He We took on the, the course setup on Sunday evening together. That was a lot of fun. Anyway, 13 players. Uh, there was one in the 10 through 12 girls division. There were four in the 10 through 12 boys division and seven in the 13 through 15 boys division. That's, that's all we had players compete in. Uh, then we had a chipping contest, which I love this. A kid who just started playing golf. Shout out Warren. Shout out to Warren. Uh, his second time. And he, when he won the chipping contest and walked away with a, uh, a set of Pro V1s with the, or a, a sleeve of Pro V1s with the Linus logo on them so that was that was really cool um every player that competed walked away with points that accumulate over the course of the series first place got 100 points second place got points, and i think it was like 61 54 40 50 no anyway you can find it all on the on our facebook page and um all that the breakdown of all that of course our first second third place winners uh, got medals are we do have dates set firm now on the next two events uh friday april 22nd that's going to be our um that's at choctaw country club in poto uh friday i gotta think monday may 16th monday, may 16th that's round three that's at briar creek Stigler, another nine-hole course. We, we're fortunate that we have really good nine-hole courses right here around us within 30 minutes. And so that's where uh, that's where round three is going to be. And we're working on – I haven't had any conversations with the folks up there, but we still got some time. But the goal is to have um, the, the, the final round, the, the series championship uh, at Arrowhead. That's the goal. And have everybody play 18 holes because I think that would be an enjoyable time. Uh, for them, but man, like we, it was a great day. The weather cooperated. I mean, it was a little windy, um, but other than that, the weather, uh, the weather cooperated. Uh, some good scores, some good scores. Kids shooting, just you know, six, seven over par, which was pretty good considering the wind. Um, it was pretty we, chilly too. No, I thought it was, I thought it was very competitive. I was like, dang, like kids turned in some of those scores. I was like, no, I mean, I'm not. You know, I'm no wizard by any means, but I think some of those kids probably beat me that day. There were five birdies, which I was – that was impressive. There were five birdies. Um, two different players each had two birdies. Deacon had two birdies, missed missed his first hole of one by about a foot and a half uh, on number six. Uh, this is what gets me. He, he birdies what, to me, are two of the hardest holes on the course. Yeah, he birdied six and nine. And nine, he missed the green, and he was just maybe a foot off. He was hole high, and made his made his birdie putt. Um, and then Cade Branscombe made two birdies in his round, and I think Tucker made a birdie. Uh, Tucker Bell made a birdie as well. So that I was impressed. Like five birdies, 
like I said, with the wind blowing the way it was, man, we, we, we talked about this Sunday night, last Sunday night. Ah, course setup. How much fun was that? Oh, my gosh. It was. It made me want to quit my job and go work at a golf course. <laughs> yeah, I, it was just – and the thing is, like, we probably – I know we won't get to do that at Chalk Talk because they, they are very – like, they hire a guy who does all that. Like, they're very yeah. particular about their course. Uh, and, and Stigler probably the same way. But, man – you you talked about this last week about how how cool it was to to like see a, a course an operation that's basically completely member driven. Um, the fact that they let us cut the holes um, to hear the stories behind the holes where they were before we cut them, going back to their their last tournament, which <laughs> like like one of the guys told us made some of the older guys mad because on three and I understand on three the hole was cut before we cut it. The hole was cut like behind the trees, almost like if you didn't draw it in, and a draw is tough for anybody, if you didn't draw it in, you weren't going to get to that hole, you know. And if you played it out, bailed out to the right, it's a long, a long birdie putt. So we went, we cut it on the, that green's got a shelf. And so we cut it on the back right shelf. And I think it, um, I think it made the, the hole a little easier for the kids, made it a little more fun. Uh, I know the two guys that were out there, like, complimented us at the end of the day they were like hey that hole you cut on three i like that's in a much better spot (laughs) yeah way more accessible i would say we did we did something right um yeah so much fun a day was so much fun and um uh not that this was a huge concern but man pace of play was fantastic like the first group yeah the first group was through in an hour and five minutes um the only reason the last group took over two hours is because there were three of them we put three in that because we had we had we had an uneven number so we had we had five groups of two five pairings and then one group of three and um we had we had, mem- we had members that went out and followed them around kind of acted as spotters we had parents that caddied it was just a cool time it was just a really 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 fun day an awesome it day. really was um way better than i had anticipated we didn't really have any glitches other than me completely missing the kid that finished second place um which we, we took care of that and he's his parents say he's they're looking forward to the next one so i was excited to hear that um yeah just a just a really really fun day overall and again huge thanks to um, the folks at Sycamore Springs, which come to find out, there's a couple of those guys out there that listen to the podcast. So thank you to them. Kyle's one of them because he knew from listening to our podcast that I was already using those Mizunos um, that I had um, talked about that he donated like six months ago. And I, you know, I remember I kept saying, I got to tell this guy at some point that I'm using those clubs. And <laughs> he said, when I told him about it the other day, he said, yeah, I listen to the podcast. It's all good. He's like, I'm just glad somebody's getting used to them. I said, okay. I said, I hadn't like, hadn't like messaged you or anything. I was like, cause I felt bad that I had those clubs in my bag. He was like, no, it's all good. Super happy. Somebody's getting used out of them. Um, so anyway, a huge thanks to them because we got to use the course that day. For nothing. We got to use the course for, they didn't charge us a thing because the course was already closed that day. And then, like I said, their members came out to help us out. Um, they thought it was that we were having a junior tournament to offer to host any any time we want to have another one. So that was cool. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, um, Briar Creek is not charging us anything either. 
there Choctaw is, but it's a little understandable because Choctaw is a little on the nicer side as far as conditioning and facilities and all that. So that's understandable. Uh, but I'm excited about what we get to do as far as gifts moving forward. Like we're working on it. Anybody, anybody, any parents are listening for this or players uh, listening for the next one. We're working on bag tags for the tea gift on the next one. Uh, maybe do some rope hats um, in one of the other ones. So, I mean, we got, we got some stuff in the pocket. Got some, got I, some I cool stuff in works. I need to reach yeah. out to, I need to reach out to the guys over at, uh, oh crap. Um, at Kicks Covers to remind me to do that this week. Little, I guess, behind the scenes, Pete Carey, <laughs> please remind me to reach out to Kicks Covers. That way we can get that rolling. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, uh, just working on some really cool stuff. It's, it's, a, it's, it's so much fun um, getting to do this. And, you know, I just realized this is off the subject, but maybe this is a topic for when we get on the state of our own games. But, um, got me thinking about the hundred hole challenge that that I did last year, and maybe getting some of these guys to, to get in on that and do it as well, because um, it would be a great way to you know raise some money for the junior golf thing. If we do an event, I would like to do one event in the fall, you know, like a bigger event over fall break, yeah, uh, and see how that goes um, at a really cool course. Um, but anyway, maybe getting some of those guys to. To, to come on because I think they would enjoy that it was it was so much fun just doing it by myself last year uh, at Arrowhead uh, but anyway so uh, we could almost do it like a, we could almost do it like a kind of like how you did it last year with like the pledge thing but yeah yeah we could do it with a, a broader stroke almost if you will because there'll be more people doing it with you know more of a circle so yeah, it was it was so much fun. It was um, if you if you don't know what I'm talking about, you can go back on uh, the Noah Farms Instagram and Facebook and look back in June of last year. I did a hundred hole challenge to raise money uh, for Eagle Ridge our summer camps. I got 104 holes in that day, uh, and the only reason I didn't have 108, which would have been um, six full rounds, was because um, I got bogged down like my second or third time around. It was a second time around that morning and so i cut four holes out i cut from one of the front nine holes to the back nine so i cut out four holes so that's why i didn't have like six six full rounds but i had five rounds and then 14 holes in a sixth round but oh it was so much fun weather was incredible the people at arrowhead were great um it was it was it was a lot of fun uh other spring break stuff other spring break stuff um Cody talk here because Cody went to a George Strank concert. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, we got to see the King in concert, which was uh, not going to lie, probably one of the best concerts that I've been to. And I've, I said that multiple times kind of throughout it to Morgan. I was like, I can't believe this. And just like laughed. And uh, what was cool is Justin Moore opened for him. He's an Arkansas boy and, and Morgan likes him. And I had, I had a couple grown-up beverages throughout the day, and by a couple, <laughs> I mean more than I probably should have. And well, I mean I wasn't driving, so it was all right. And uh, we went, uh, we went to a bar before with uh, with Morgan's friends, and then you know went to the concert. Well, you know we got to the concert just in time, or yeah, just in time, no pun intended. Um, and Justin Moore was about to come on stage, uh, 
you know, I listened to one song and Morgan was like, Hey, you want to go get us a beer? And I was like, yeah, sure. So I, I go get in line for a beer and it took me one hour. Oh my a, gosh. I waited, waited on cue for an hour and uh, missed all of Justin Moore's set list and then got back out in like, I would say less than 10 minutes. Uh, George was about to come out. And, I'm just saying, were uh, you were you were you panicking a little bit that you were going to miss the opening of the show? Yes, yes, I was. <laughs> and and the, the people that were behind me were actually sitting in our section. The guy was like, "I will leave this line right now to go back to my seat." And I was like, "Yeah, don't don't test me. I will do the same." And uh, <clears throat> got back, and I realized that, oh man, he's going to be coming out of the tunnel right underneath us. That's cool. uh, we were in the we were in the lower bowl, not like on the floor, but in just the lower bowl. Yeah, I saw from and, your picture. Uh, seats were really good. Yeah, no, they were awesome. Morgan, Morgan is a, a concert fan, and she was like, "Hey, you want to go see George Strait?" And I don't think anyone in their sane mind would say no to that. And I was like, "Yes, of yeah. course." Yeah. And then she's like, "All right, got tickets." And I was like, "All right, cool." Uh, so I'm sitting there, and I'm you know. I'm, we're sitting down I'm drinking my beer and the lights go off and I start hearing a very, very familiar like baseline and, and drums. And I'm sitting there. I looked over at Morgan and I was like, are you sure Hank done it this way? And she was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, cause it's the same old song fiddling <laughs> guitar. And I was like, Oh man. And George Drake came out to, to Waylon and Morgan was like, I, I don't get it. And I was like, you wouldn't. Carrie would. Don't worry. It's fine. <laughs> it's, it's not a big deal. Uh, but yeah, he came out to, to, are you sure Hank done it this way? Uh, which was like crazy cool. Immediately I text Carrie and was like, oh my gosh, like going crazy. <laughs> Did he cover anything else besides that? I'm trying to, he, well, he didn't cover it. So he, that was just playing while he was walking the stage. Oh, so it was um, the, it was the, it was, like it the, was that like the, song by Waylon. Yeah. So it was, it was Waylon singing. Oh, okay. He didn't sing it at all. And okay. he got on this stage. Holds, okay. and everyone, I thought you yeah. meant he covered it. Because, okay. Oh okay, I got God. You. I would have, I would have fell over if he would have covered that. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think if he covered anything. Um, I wouldn't imagine he would. I mean, his catalog is so big. Yeah, uh, I don't think he did. And get this, so he he puts on a heck of a show, and he's like sixty nine, maybe something like that. Yeah, so I mean, he he's getting up in age a little bit. Uh, and Morgan and I, you'll get a kick out of this. Morgan and I, oh, Carrie, he did cover some stuff, and you'll appreciate it. I completely forgot about it, and then I was like, let me think about it for a second. <laughs> um, so he covered. Uh, some Tom Petty and he covered uh, Bruce Robinson too. Um, so, dang, where was I going? Um, oh, Morgan and I were talking on the way there and I was like, what do you think he's going to come out and play first? And Morgan was like, I don't, honestly, I don't know. And I was like, thinking about it, I mean, Obviously, he can play a billion songs. Uh-huh. And uh, I was like, no, he's going to come out and play Heartland first. And Morgan was like, ah, you know, that's probably not bad. And sure enough, came out, boom, Heartland. And I was like, let's go. Like, oh, that's crazy. cool. I'm I've heard that, awesome. and I've heard that he's opened with um, Fireman. Yep. So Fireman was good. 
Um, so he didn't play Carrying Your Love With Me. He did not play Write This Down. He did not play The Best Day. I mean, there were so many songs that he didn't play. I mean, of course he played like The Chair, Fireman, Run, uh, you know, Troubadour, Unwound. You know, all my. What's funny is like Texas. Some of those are like like Fireman, Unwound, um, uh, The Chair. I mean, those are old. Yeah. Forty years old. Yeah, still good. I. What was cool about it is I texted my mom. And it was like, how cool is it that the things that were popular when you were my age are still popular? And she was like, yeah, it's stinking <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so awesome. Shout out my mom. I know she listens to us. She texts me every time we have an episode release. So it's, cool. we, yeah. Uh, also, I very... George Strait when I was nine. I saw him at the fair at Fort Smith. Wow. I, he wasn't even a big deal. Like I, it may, I may have even been, I may have even been younger than that because I know he was like, like brand new. Like it wasn't. I, I can, I can barely remember that. But yeah, yeah, it's, it, that's been yeah long, like thirty-five years ago probably. He covered way more blues by Waylon. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Um, let's see. Um, also, shout out to my sister because she texted our family group text uh, on like Wednesday or Thursday last week. Not me cleaning the house, listening to Carrie and Cody's podcast. So shout out Kenzie, that was very <laughs> hey. very funny. Yeah, All she right. doesn't even she doesn't golf ever, so I don't think she's ever even seen a golf club. So shout out her. Uh, so yeah, so we go to we go to George Strait Friday night. Um, yeah, I had a I got a five day weekend this week. Um, so Morgan had her boards on Thursday, so she wanted to party this weekend. So we went George Strait Friday, and then Saturday we went to Hot Springs, Arkansas, and watched the horses run. <laughs> I love Hot Springs. So we went to the horse races and gambled a little bit. And then we went to like a birthday party last night, and man, today – well, I mean, I think Morgan and I together, I think we lost like 35 bucks maybe. Okay. So, I mean, but we we bet on like every race too. And so, I mean, I, I don't know. It was, I guess it's kind of like going to the casino. Like if you're playing cards, it's a form of entertainment. So, I mean, I guess yeah. you could say we paid $35 to sit out there and watch the horses run. I don't, I, I would, don't I have never been to Oakland and I want to go so bad. Like I carry it is so much fun. My brother and his wife go all the time and they love it. And like, I want to go, I, I want to go at the, even though I know I'm going to look like a noob walking up down. Like I, I want, I want to go. I love horse racing. I like my grandpa instilled that in me. Like we would watch the triple crown races every year. Um, and then the breeders cup usually in the fall. And, um, and so I, yeah, I love watching, man. It's so much fun to watch. And like they got, this is going to sound crazy. They got good Reuben sandwiches and I, I like eating corned beef sandwiches at the horse race. <laughs> Sounds good. I just, I love hot springs. Like I, it's, it's probably one of my, it has very quickly become my favorite getaway go-to place. Yeah, Number no, one, it's... like 
I love the drive from here. I get to, it's it's a it's a to me it's a easier drive than Branson, but more enjoyable drive than Branson. And then there's just I just love the whole the, the park and everything else down there. I yeah, yeah I think I yeah, it. Hot Springs is just a cool place. Yeah, um, a lot of history down there, which is I think is really cool. And of course, you know we geek out over stuff like that. Morgan this is just original like, home of spring training. Exactly, it's it's the home of spring training, and like that's where like Babe Ruth had spring training, and like. He had dinner with Al Capone at the Ohio Club, and it's like, yeah. not Al Capone. Yeah, Al Capone. Yeah, Al Capone, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. Like, I I ate dinner at the same bar that Babe Ruth did. Oh, it's I, I love Hot Springs. Morgan is, is not a huge fan of it. it I don't know why. Uh, but, so we did that. We went to the horse races, then we went to a party Saturday night, I guess, which was last night. And then, thank goodness for Morgan's mom, was like, hey, I'm going to make you guys breakfast Sunday before you leave. Thank you, Debbie Newton. Because <laughs> she, she made homemade biscuits and gravy, eggs, sausage, bacon. Oh, my God, it cured me. I needed oh, it so go. bad. So bad. And then... Uh, we had a, a dinner tonight. Um, I We beelined back from Little Rock today. I think we left there around 11. I uh, stopped in Tahlequah because that's where I was parked at. Took a shower, grabbed my stuff, and then got to Tulsa. And we ate at uh, Texas Day Brazil. Um, me, Zach, Eli, and Nate did. And ugh, I'm in like a meat comatose right now it's <laughs> horrible dude you I'm, crammed you crammed a whole spring break into like three days yeah i know and i mean uh, i'm gonna work a little bit tomorrow but i still have like tuesday off too so it's like i don't i don't know yeah i'm just chilling what about you would you uh would you get done the spring break you talk about like to like tomorrow like i i ugh. it just it just dawned on me like this afternoon that we have to go back to school tomorrow so i'm like it was but Man, like, first of all, I feel like the last four or five years, spring break, the weather has been absolute garbage. Um, this week was uh, every day except Friday. Every day except Friday was it was it was, it was so good. Like it was it was cool mornings and warm afternoons, and um, I had built a fire pit. Um, right off the first tee at the backyard course a couple of months ago. Um, anyway, turned it into like a whole area over the course of the week. We hung up some string lights, and I'm actually looking at it right now, like as I'm sitting here in the car recording. Um, and had, my, uh, had my clip speaker that hangs on my golf bag. We would take it out there every evening and turn on music and brought the cornhole boards out and because of the way we've changed the first hole, it's, it's just a little chip shot over now. Like sitting around, and if you're if, if some people are sitting around the fire making s'mores, and some people are playing cornhole, and some people are like chipping and putting up on the green. It was it was just it was so much fun uh, watching people come over every evening. We went um, Thursday Thursday night or Thursday evening, I think it was. Um, we went 
played golf with uh, our baseball coach, went to Choctaw, and um, came home. And, like, even though Deacon and I weren't here, everybody was still out around the fire pit, which was neat to watch everybody using it, even though I wasn't here. And come to find out, like, everybody that lives on our two blocks <laughs> was over here, too. Like, <laughs> like, the neighbors down the street had come over, and the kids from the block in front of mom and dad had come over, and – it was just, it was, that's, that's what I wanted it to be. It was like a gathering, a gathering area, you know, where, especially on the golf thing where people can come over and just, you and just know, play, play around and yeah, just have fun. And, and with the music going and, and we grilled hot dog, we cooked hot dogs out in the fire pit and um, yeah, it was, it was a ton of fun. Uh, got, got a lot of stuff done on the course. Um the greens mowed down got the thatch off of them so they've greened up already uh just from doing that which i had ryegrass on all of them anyway so they were they were already like ready to be there but getting the thatch off and letting the sun hit them kind of made them pop um got a walkway dug out from our driveway to the door uh some big old rocks in there and threw some pea gravel and some little walkway lights down and i got i did a i did a Freaking manual labor. Um, it was one of those where you look back when it was all over, and you're like, man, I'm glad I did all that. Um, like laid down pine straw, a bunch of areas around the course. So it looks really cool now. Laid some down around the house. Um, I've got a sick farmer's tan right now um, <laughs> from all that. But um, but I, I'm glad I got it early because I hate, I hate the winter months when, when I get all pale. So I, I was excited about that. Uh, and I wanted to go play golf. Um, I thought about driving over to Wilberton, but then I was like, ah, I still got some things I could finish up around here. And I got into watching the golf on, on TV, which was – Dude, like, freaking Sam Burns again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't the most exciting leaderboard, but it was a great finish. Um, and it was – yeah, it was, it was fun to watch. Um, it made me want to play golf, you know, so like during the – after the, I was in and out of the house during the whole back nine, and, and just just got inside to watch. I even missed the the live, the winning part live. I watched it on replay. Um, yeah, just good good spring break. Got a supposed to have softball games next two days, but I don't know about that. It's supposed to rain tomorrow, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, I hope so because I like I like. <laughs> watching softball and uh like my job at softball games get to run the scoreboard and the music so i have fun with that but uh based on how much it's supposed to rain tomorrow i don't I'm not getting my hopes up too much but we'll yeah, see i was about to say it's gonna get pretty nasty here tomorrow i think yeah yeah we're supposed to have games tomorrow and tuesday at home uh and then they travel off i think to uh, I, I don't know where they go for a tournament i can't remember henrietta maybe uh but anyway but yeah, and I mean, here we are. Like golf schedule, I mean, the match play coming up this week, which is I, I'm I like watching the match play, but I also like it because it's a day longer. So the golf starts on Wednesday instead of Thursday, uh, and then it's Valero, and then it's the Masters. I mean, we're just we're right there, um, and that's like I get excited about the tournament that the the one we're doing here in the backyard first weekend in April because like me of being a kid and going out and while when the masters would be on going out and like playing around on these same holes when i would mow them down as a kid 
uh, and having fun with that. And so uh, last year we had our first version of this, of the Champions Tournament. We give away a green jacket and everything. It was it was a lot of fun. Had a great time. And, and hopefully with the kids and all the promo and advertising we've done this year, we'll have a pretty good crowd. So uh, I hope so. Anyway. Thank you. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Okay. Uh, all right. So uh, save your game. What, what do you what, – what's the word on where your uh, where your game is right now, like what you're working on and uh, things that are going well, things not going well? What are you – what are your goals looking forward? Like are you are you going to amend your goals at all based on what we did in January? God, I need to figure some stuff out. That's for sure. So, Carrie and I have done like Freaky Friday and swap bodies or something because now I hit a draw and he hits a cut. and It's the craziest thing ever. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> and it, it's taken me a little while to figure it out. Um, you know, I I don't know. I'm not playing great. I'm not super thrilled about it. Um, I'm not either. My handicap is trending up quickly. Yeah, I'm a 10.1 right now. Um, I don't know. I just, uh, I'm not putting terrible, but I just need to putt better. I just, mm. I, I, My second shot needs to be a lot better than what it is. Uh, yeah. I need to figure out what the heck I'm doing on the back nine at Broken Arrow because I can't figure it out. And I, I mean, our greens were so sandy last week. We still played ball and cup. I shot an 84, 87, 87. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not like, I'm not super upset about how I'm playing, but like, I'm also not happy about it. It's also super early in the season. So I'm not like, I'm not trying to, freaking bust my own balls before season starts so right right i don't know like i'm driver's pretty hot right now um my three so my three iron was and i think it still is probably my favorite club to hit in my bag oh it's like it's it's like your it's your secret weapon for sure and I, i don't think i've been hitting it that great the day we played last sunday at sycamore Like, did you even, did you even hit it or like, well, I think you, you did, didn't you? Because most of the holes were short. Were yeah, short. I hit it. Like you, I, I, I hit it. On, I hit it on seven um, on my second shot. Um, okay. I hit it. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Uh, I hit it on five. Um, I, say, I thought I thought I remember you hitting it on like either two or five. Yeah, it was five because I wanted it to cut and it just went straight as a freaking arrow. I mean, I went three iron wedge into that green, so I mean, I can't be too upset. But yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. But I'm, I'm in a weird spot with my game right now, and I don't know how I feel about it. I'm just gonna. I don't know. I need to try to figure out I, if it's not raining on Tuesday. I'm going to try to play on Tuesday, but I think it's going to be too wet. Um, I, I'm with you. Like I'm the I'm the same way. Like I'm just I feel. No, like little... I'm not like I don't, I don't feel like I'm in a funk or anything, but I feel like I should be playing better, but I'm not. That's a good way to put it. Yes, because like like with me, like I am driving my driver right now. Yeah, you are. I've never been able to say. Never been able to say. We played 
We played Thursday at um, we played Thursday at Poto at Choctaw. Um, we got up five. My nemesis hole of anywhere that I play on a regular basis. Um, it's a par five. Is not a given because you got to get it in between these two trees, and you got to stay short enough of the creek that that, that runs and that cuts the fairway in half. You got an enormous pond on the right. It's just it's it's a terrifying tee shot standing on the tee, and um, I was already like four over through four, just through basically like bad approach shots. Like would be in the fairway and then would hit a bad approach shot you know, and make a dumb bogey. And so I get up on the tee with my driver and Deacon's like, you're going to use your driver. I was like, Deacon, I'm four over through four holes. Like what, what am I trying to salvage here? And um, I got up there and from the tee, from, from either tee, blue or white, around, you know, front or back nine, it's just a nine hole course um, to clear that Creek. It's anywhere. 45 to 255, depending on how they had the tees set up. Um, so, I mean, that's that's clearable for the average person, but it's that mental intimidation, you know, of standing up there and knowing that creek is there, of knowing that you can't bail right because the pond is there, and that you can't bail left because you'll be behind trees that will totally screw up your second shot. Or you'll be too far left and be OB because there's OB to worry about too. Yeah. So anyway, so I got up there, and as soon as I hit it, I was like, "That's the best drive I ever hit on this hole," and it was right down the middle. I was like, "Surely that cleared." And my other friend Cody, we were playing with. He was like, "Oh yeah," he's like, "You're totally fine. You're good." And we get up there, and sure enough, like it was in the middle of the fairway, easily cleared. Did the math on the card and with 18 birdies and I'd hit it like 285 um like holy cow like that's a that's a nuke yeah I was super pumped well then we come back around on it the next time so that's as you know as the 14th hole we play the back nine we come back around and I get up there again and I miss hit it catch it off the toe and I was like okay well that's gone that's in the water but I had caught it well enough, even though it was off the toe, that it cleared the creek and was in the clear on the 16th fairway. Uh, no, sorry, the 17th, the 16th fairway. So I had a shot. So I hit uh, five wood down into the 14th fairway, 100 yards out, and up on the green. Hard that hole both times. Golly. Uh, and I almost never do that, even though it's a par five, and I hate making bogeys on a par five. Man, that hole just eats my lunch every time. Uh, same deal on 18. Like, it's another – it's a par five. You've got to – to get to the corner of the dog leg, it's like 275 both times. Got it up there, had a shot at it. I just, I just could not chip um, or putt. Shot at 80, 88, I think, and just just miserable chipping and putting. And like I said, would be in the middle of the fairway, and my approach shot would be nowhere near the really frustrating. Like you said, like 
hitting the ball well, but I'm like, I'm not, you know, if you're not anywhere near the green with an approach shot, you're not going to play well. Um, but on the other side of that, like trying to be in a mental place where it's like, you know what, like I had been in a place where I didn't enjoy golf if I wasn't playing well. And I was like, I don't want to be in that place. Um, I want to enjoy it regardless. And so that day did not play well, but had uh, yeah, enjoyed it just because, you know, pulled some shot, some stuff off that, you know, I guess because of being like, okay, well, you know, this is already in the crapper, so might as well just, you know, have some fun and, and yeah. go, yeah, yeah, and it just it it loosened me up, and anyway, it was a, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Added a club to my bag, added a fifty eight degree wedge. Hello, bag. So now I've got now I've got a standard pitching wedge, which I think is a forty eight degree. Um, I've got a 56, a 60, and now that 58. And it wasn't because I need that gap in there because I've done fine, but it's because uh, my 56 and 60, like the grooves are almost non-existent. Like they're so worn down. Uh, and so this 58 um, is a fairly newer club, and the, the grooves are still – it's still got some bite to it. Um, Heck, yeah. So I put it in there just, you know, and, and I, I only had 13 clubs anyway. So this one didn't put me over by adding that one, by adding that one in there. So, so yeah, that's, um, and I, th- oh, totally forgot about this. I think I may have switched golf balls again. Uh, oh. Yeah. Now the AVX, you know, you turned me on to the AVX, uh, which I loved. Uh, we were playing out there the other day. and uh, Cody said, he's like, hey, have you, have you tried these Vice Pros? I said, no. I said, but I, I've heard you talk about them. I said, you know, the, you said they're really affordable at $25 a dozen. He's like, man, I love them. Like, Here, hit, hit this. He's like, they're 10 yards difference that you'll notice, and you still have the same feel as like a Pro V1. So he tossed it to me. I'm in the fairway. And I, my, my tee shot, which was an iron, had clipped a tree branch. I was trying to draw it around the, the trees, and it clipped the tree branch and just dropped straight down. It would have been perfect if it hadn't been for that. So instead of being 100 yards out, I was like 190 yards out. Um, tosses me that ball, and so I put it in play. And with a six iron, I absolutely murdered this six iron. And it had the draw on it that I wanted. Flew the green by 20 yards. Good grief. And went out of bounds. Dang. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Crap, you just gave me that ball. I lost it. So this is how, like, already I was like, you know what? Screw this. So while Deacon and he finished the hole, I'm, like, off in the woods, OB, looking for that ball. I'm like, you just gave this to me. I'm not going to lose it. He's like, I got more. I was like, no. Like, I'm not losing that ball right after you gave it to me. And I'm, like, stumbling around trying to get over this creek. And I end up with, like, a dozen other golf balls while I'm over there and never find that one. Um cart he hands me a sleeve up he says here i got a million of these i bought like 10 dozen on a special six months ago and so he hands me a sleeve of them and i use them the rest of the day and holy cow um there's a little bit they feel a little firmer abx or pro b1 like when you're putting yeah not 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 enough to be like ah that's you know i don't like that Um, wait till you so i'll get some of the pro pluses I think the Pro Pluses feel more like an AVX than just about anything. And if I'm in a pinch, then I I play the Pro Plus. 
Walmart too. Like yeah, they sell them at like, yeah oh, Target, Walmart. Uh, that I'm yeah. really excited about. Like they 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 are the same price per dozen almost that I pay for used AVXs because I don't buy yeah. new golf balls unless I'm going to like a you know a golf week tournament in Arkansas or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, that so yeah, all kinds of. It's funny how you feel. I don't know about you, but uh, there are like, times in the year, and I noticed this a lot last year because it was the first year that I really played a lot of golf, like tournament and recreational, and. Like I get into to grooves in my game where I'm like, okay, nothing is ever going to change my game, like equipment-wise, setup-wise. It's This is the way it's going to be forever. And then, like, here I am five months later. And just changing everything. Yeah, it's everything. <laughs> Everything's changed. Like, I've, got, I've, tweaked, uh, I've tweaked my swing, and now I hit a cut. I mean, yeah, it's just funny that, you know, I thought, the, the places you get in your game where you think, okay, oh, I'm, this is I'm hit, yeah, I'm hitting the ball as well as I've ever hit it, and a month later you're like, this is absolute trash. Like, you know, I got to fix something. Um, like we played at Buffalo Rock. Like going into Buffalo Rock, I felt like my game was in a pretty good spot, and then I came out of it being like, oh, that's that 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 was not that was not good at all. And then same way, like going into Trosper, I thought. Okay, I, I feel like my game's in a pretty good spot, and yeah, did not, did not hit the ball well at Trosper uh, at all. And now, it's, now I think I'm not hitting that that well at all. And like this, the first tournament I go to, I may end up flushing it. So I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it'll, maybe it'll all work out that way. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I, you said Buffalo Rock, man. I just thought about the swing demons I had before we teed off. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, that. Thank God, like there's even the kids that come over for junior golf that ask me questions about the swing, and I I tell them I'm like I don't know. So listen, that's why like that's why I don't call myself a golf coach at school because I don't I don't I I can't break the swing down like other people can. Um, like there were things that day at Buffalo Rock see you doing that thankfully I knew a couple of things to do to like get out of that funk um actually I couldn't the time I could not feel anything that day I mean well I guess that range session I couldn't feel anything I I felt like I was getting like shallow enough yeah but I golly that was just poverty it that was, was so bad it was like just enough kind of throw everything off but once we got you back on plane um you know it, it all it, it turned out pretty good i mean for crying out loud you hit a whatever it was a 350 yard drive over the road um on the next to last hole of the day uh, <laughs> uh that you know it, it's it's just we, we, that neither one of us would have ever thought that that road would have been in play um yeah, that uh, was like Deacon. When Deacon he he'd be like, "What am I doing wrong?" And I'm like, "I don't know. Like, I'm not trying to be a jerk. I just I don't know. Like, there are obvious things I can see with his swing. Like, you call it a cut, but it's a slice. Um, he plays a 50 yard slice, but he knows where it's going, so I don't mess with him on it. But like that, I can see. Like, he's swinging so far out to end, and he 
using an extra stiff shaft that he has, which is like 75 grams that he has no business using either. Um, but he's one of those kids that, I mean, we were probably all that way at that age. Like the, the name brand means more. So like he would rather use the Callaway Epic Flash than the, with the extra stiff shaft that he can't swing without a 50 yard slice over the Cobra that I use. It's a regular flex. I'm like, you should be using this, this, the same driver, like, right. Or a similar driver. Cause you don't yeah. have any business swinging an extra stiff shaft, but because he's figured out how to play it, how to play it, he doesn't want to mess with that. Even though that like big time out to end swing has thrown off everything else that he's swinging. Um, anyway, I, I keep, we're going back soon to see our guy that, that gives us lessons in Fort Smith. And, um, it's, it's anything when you teach your own kid, you need somebody else to tell them because they won't listen to you. And that's exactly the situation I'm in. He can golf swing. <laughs> oh gosh. He'll get there. Yeah. Well, anything else like game wise or. Uh, horizon? No, I, I just need to figure some stuff out. Like when I, I found that, like, if I try to get after a ball now, instead of, bail, like, missing out right, like, uh-huh. it is the snappiest, like, snappiest slice of all time. And it is, I mean, it's just awful. So I need to figure some stuff out in, in that regards, I guess. So, eh, nothing crazy. I think I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing and, Hopefully by midsummer I'm down to like a seven or so. There you go. There you go. Mine's mine's my well, I usually the last two years I've ended the winter around three and I'm already I'm already I'm at a four point nine. Um just from the last like month or so of playing because I can't I can't I can't putt. Um and that's killing me. Um thirty Six thirty-seven putts per round is killing me. We're gonna um, we're gonna fix your putting. I'm gonna I'm gonna help you. I have worked my butt off this week. Like in the on, on the, a couple of my greens roll really well. Now that I've they've greened up and I've mowed them, and so I've, I've practiced a lot. Plus, I bought me a, a knockoff one of those perfect putting things. You know, like Dustin Johnson advertises. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I bought me a knockoff version of one of those that I've practiced with. And I, I think I've, I've found something. I've just got to keep ingraining it. But, like, I wasn't – everything I was doing was all arms and wrists, and I've started just – it's more of a shoulder motion, and that's made a huge difference. I think that's what's causing, like, your your putts to cut. Remember how yeah. you were, like – Swiping at them. You're yeah. like – yeah, you're, like, swiping. So, I, I don't know. I, I'm no putting expert or guru by any means, but – I just spent a lot of time using that freaking putting mirror, um, and it like it helped. helped so much. It, it helps a ton, um, and I can actually feel like if I miss a putt, and like it, it's because of something that I did, not like a line issue. Like I can feel it now. That putting mat's got a line down the middle that I can see if I'm staying online or not. Um, I could probably use a new putter. I'm using I use a Odyssey Dual Force that's 30 years old, 
and it's a blade putter, which is probably not great because it's probably not weighted for the way I putt. Um, I used to have an Odyssey two ball that I really liked, and I gave it away to a kid on a high school golf team um, in Poto, and I immediately regretted that decision. But, <laughs> you know, that's, it is what it is. Uh, so, yeah, i got to get putting figured out. But, you know, I, I, I feel like we get our first – First team event that comes this year. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, I, I like our chances just simply because um, we're both hitting the driver well. Um, you can work it one way, I can work it the other. Well, that was true even before. Um, yeah, we just flip flopped. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we just switched places now. Um, we get our, we get our, we get our putting figured out. I really, I really like our chances. So, yeah. Me too. Me too. I'm pumped for it, man. I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that, I guess that's it. Um, Schedule-wise, the match play, and then it's Valero, uh, and then it's the Masters. Uh, again, if you uh, – we we want we want you to send us your DMs, like where you're playing at, favorite places to play, what's in your bag, what are you working on. We want to we wanna share those stories. Uh, next week – I need, well, I'm going to say this so that we'll remember it. Next week, we need to revisit briefly uh, the Cherokee Hills pod because we have some, some new information on that from the superintendent. Oh, yeah, John. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll bring some stuff to light. And between now and then, I would highly recommend uh, that when you listen next week, you follow along either with Google Maps pulled up or go to uh, the Perry Maxwell archives. That's just, I can't remember the exact website, but go Google that. And pull up the aerial shot of the course as it was originally laid out. And we'll revisit that because of this information we've got as to what the course, how it was originally laid out and how it, that was really cool. So like one of our plans now is to go back and play that course and see if we can play it on the original routing, um, starting at the original one and working from there. So anyway, uh, that's that, yeah, that's something, something in the works. And now the weather's getting better and, uh, all that we're, we got it. We meant to get you know our first first video of state of golf in the books, but the weather never cooperated. It was always snowing every time we wanted to try that. So um, we want to give that a shot again uh, coming up uh, pretty soon as well. So anyway, all right. Until then, how many days do we have until the Masters? We have eighteen glorious <laughs> days. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I didn't. I did not realize. I knew it was like Eight, three 18. weeks away, but oh, that's good stuff. Yeah, I'm, eighteen days. Ah, man, I can't wait. All right. Well, until then, Vic, uh, Victor Hovland better figure out how to putt and chip, or I, I'm going to feel real putt. stupid. Jesus yeah. Christ! He can join us. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. Well, until until then, uh, you guys have a great week. We'll see you later. See you guys.